Okay, listen up. You're now locked into the I Do It For Hip Hop podcast. DJ Bugsy is bringing back the essence of hip hop. Hear the voices from the artists, the DJs, and the movers and shakers that keep the culture alive. Most importantly, they keeping it the hip hop. Hey, DJ Bugsy, you ready? <laughs> and now to our regular scheduled program. What up, what up? It's your boy DJ Bugsy. This is Do It For Hip Hop Podcast, episode 41. Listen, I don't need no guest co-host. I don't need no guests. I'm about to introduce y'all to my intern. He represents Rowan University. His name is Walter. Welcome to the podcast, bro. Yo, what's up, guys? It's Walter. Nice to be here. We're in this beautiful studio, which you guys could see. It's so nice in here. <laughs> I'm having a field day. <laughs> so, bro... I just want everybody to understand, man, this is Do It For Hip Hop Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on Google Play, iTunes, DJ Buzzy 215, SoundCloud. We seeing these um, winners come in for the election. A lot of people, a lot of dope people have been elected. A lot of Democrats have been elected, so I'm super excited about that. So let's first start off with that. I hope everybody got an opportunity to get out and vote. I know I got out and vote. I was I was not playing. I was on my to-do list. I was like, I will not let this day go past. And I think a lot of people don't understand how important midterm elections are. Mm-hmm. So can you expound on being young, being a college student? What do you look for? What do, what do you want to, some things that might you might want to change in this country, being young, being a college student? And why you think it's important for you to vote being a millennial? Um, hmm, tough question. Yeah. So I think I think I can mm-hmm. answer best why I think it's important to vote right. or why I think some people don't vote. I think it's important to vote because, you know, um, you know, every vote counts. There's a lot of people out there who just assume that, you know, oh, I'm just one person. My vote won't change anything. But that's false because then nobody would vote or, you know, nobody's vote would matter. But that, right. you know... That's false. Everybody's votes matter. Right. Because you see what happened in this past election with the presidential election. I think that's what happened. Everybody was like, yeah, there's no way he's going to win. My vote doesn't matter. Like, come on. It's Donald Trump. Like, he was on TV, a reality TV star. Like, he's not going to win the election. That's what I thought. Right. Personally, I was a sophomore in high school. Me and my friends, we were like... And like everyone was like pressing us to vote, like you know, my it was it was kind of the same situation as it is now, but um, I feel like right now with the midterm, it's more enhanced because of what happened last election. Okay. So you know, we we were sophomores, we were just kind of, I think it was just being lazy, you know. Yeah. No one wanted to get up and register. Everyone was like, you know, it's no big deal. But we've seen what happened. We've seen the repercussions mm-hmm. of what happened um, of not voting last time. So I think this time around, everybody is really emphasizing the importance of getting up. And voting because each vote counts right. and together if we all vote we can make a change a better change mm-hmm. so i just think it's really important that's why i got out there i was up in early 6 30 this morning me my mm-hmm. mom my dad my sister and um, oh y'all was on family mode we was on family mode man it was, it was amazing <laughs> that's what's up bro yeah the man, whole family went out and voted. the whole family went out and voted it was awesome you know um we went in there everybody mm-hmm. was so excited my mom was like yeah it's his right. first time voting so yeah but everyone was very excited but i'm glad i did it very glad absolutely so, all right, so I, I just want to say, you know, I'm super excited for you to be on a podcast, bro. Mm. And this is your first day as an intern. How do yeah. you feel? I feel great. I feel very comfortable, you know, not really um, stressed. I don't feel any awkwardness in my body or anything. I feel right at home. This yeah. is awesome. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, so tell me about your goals. Like, what, what are you trying to do? Once you graduate, where do you see yourself <clears throat> in five years? 
in five years at 26 mm-hmm. hopefully you know hopefully i'll be making making music because that's all i've really ever wanted to do right making music and just creating um art i guess since i was a young kid i was just talking to my sister about this last night i've always loved i've always loved and looked up to people who made just like art you made funny videos i was like oh i kind of want to do that or i saw people who made music and i was like oh i love this like i want to do that right so hopefully you know um i i do that stuff my own now some friends but hopefully we have some plans on our own Mm -hmm. to take this as um as far as we can and hopefully we're just gonna keep our heads down work as hard as we can you know nothing's promised you know life doesn't owe you anything that's true so you have to work really hard and that's our plan so hopefully in the five years next five years um Mm -hmm. i'll be Maybe not where I want to be, but getting closer and closer to where I want to be. Right. Okay, so I want to make some announcements. I just want everybody to realize that make sure you follow the podcast on Do It For Hip Hop Pod on Instagram. We finally got an Instagram page, and my intern is probably going to be the person working it, you know. So make sure you, you get on that. Also, I want everybody to realize also that we have a WCW weekly report. So if you bad as shit, if you if you're smart, I don't want no bad dumb chick. I want some bad smart chicks so they can be a part of this weekly report. You will be featured on the podcast. It will be one chosen model that will be featured on the podcast every month. So if that's you, hit me up. Hit me up on Instagram, DJ Bugsy215. You can also hit me up booking DJ Bugsy at gmail.com and make sure I'm on that mic. I also want to send a rest in peace to Booker D. Green. He was killed. Everybody know him as Bop. He was shot and killed um, on Thursday. Rest in peace to him. He started um, basically a program for kids. And, you know, it's just sad that you have heroes in the streets that's trying to do the right thing, but then something just all of a sudden comes and take, take them away. So, you know, the violence has to stop in this city. It's real bad. I'm just praying for his family and everybody um, that kind of like was saluting him, you know, bigging him up. Even Meek Mill posted him. So, you know, he, he was somebody that was kind of trying to change the narrative of our young youth. And I really appreciate everything he did for the city of Philadelphia. So I want to give a rest in peace to Bob. Um, also, I want y'all to realize as well that Cardi B just signed a $10 million deal to Reebok. <laughs> give it up for Cardi B. Damn. I mean, Cardi B, just she just keeps winning. She just keeps getting those fucking checks. And no matter what Nicki Minaj says, she's getting those fucking bags. Let's be clear on that. Also, Pharrell and Rihanna sent a cease and desist to Donald Trump because they don't want him playing the music at his rally. So salute to Pharrell and motherfucking Rihanna for that. I appreciate y'all because, yeah, we don't want that fucking music playing his rallies. Hell fucking no. We don't want that shit happening. Okay. Oh, shout out to everybody that's tuning in the live. Plug with D. Um, shout out. Oh, man, this shit is getting crazy. It's getting real crazy right now. All right. So listen, before we go any further, man, I just want to get into uh, basically Kanye West. Uh, Kanye West all of a sudden wants to get out of politics. How do you feel about Kanye West? I, th- I really feel like Kanye West is bipolar. Like one minute he wants to be in it, and then the next minute he wants to be out of it. Where, where, do, where do you put Kanye West when it comes to the bipolarism? <laughs> it's sad. I mean, I, you know, everyone loves Kanye West. You know, everyone has that. Everyone has a memory of Kanye West that they love, whether it's a favorite song, you know, something like some style or whatever. But right. it's just it's really weird and upsetting to see. It feel I feel like he's tarnishing his legacy almost because, you know, he was doing all this great stuff, all this legendary stuff with music. Right. You know, each album he has is mm-hmm. so drastically different. 
um, it's amazing. But then he does all this type of stuff and, you know, supporting Donald Trump. And then he's like, oh, yeah, I don't want to be in politics anymore. And you're just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you're like, yeah, he, you're like, you did all of that, like all of that. Like you made it, goes it a whole from one thing. extreme to the next. Yeah, it's very extreme. And you're just like, yeah, Kanye, I'm tired of it. Like, I don't even want to I don't even want to follow you on Twitter. I don't want to see what you're doing with mm-hmm. music. Like, I just need a break from you for a minute. Right. To be honest. Yeah. So, I, I mean, the. See, the thing about Kanye West, and, and now the one thing I will say is that if he really does have a disability, then we got to kind of like have some type of empathy for that, you know, because there are people out there and, and Mac Miller, you know, the, the, the report came out while he died. It was a drug overdose, but I don't want people to focus on that. I want people to focus on that, the mental illness of Mac Miller mm-hmm. more so than anything. Because I feel like when you see he was on drugs and he was this and he was that, that's the, that's the main thing you focus on. You don't focus on the fact that the, the man was mentally ill. It wasn't just about the drugs. Yeah. And if you listen to his music, you've seen a lot of that in the music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel you on that. So, Definitely. Um, also, man, I, I want to get into uh, basically freestyling. Okay, so a report came out. <laughs> That niggas don't freestyle. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, you know what? I kind of, I kind of agree with it because, to be honest, you be feeling like these people are actually writing their rhymes as opposed to doing it off the top of the head. Yeah. And Vince Staples, if you look at his freestyle on Funkmaster Flex, you kind of like understand where he's coming from when it comes to that because I felt like when he did it, it was off the top of the head. But now, when you look at these freestyles. It seemed like they're writing it, mm-hmm. and it used to be about off the top of the head. Yeah, I feel like with freestyles, mm-hmm. um, like Vince said, or I think I think it was JID who said people don't J- freestyle anymore. Yeah. And he used the Vince Stables example, example. but um, yeah, it's sometimes you feel like a freestyle isn't a freestyle because it's too clean. You know what I mean? Right. I feel like the only person who I'll give a pass to that can freestyle like straight up and it can be clean, and I'm like, all right, it's Black Thought. Other than that, everyone yeah. else, I'm like, nah. I need to see like right. that you're actually going off the top of the dome. I feel like with an off the top of the dome freestyle, mm-hmm. you can tell because they, they might trip up on the words a little bit. Right. Or they might say the same thing, and that's okay because it's a freestyle. It's off the top of the dome. It doesn't need to be perfect. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes it's just too clean, and you're like, I know, yeah. that, I know that wasn't a freestyle, man. I know that wasn't a freestyle. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like it's too good to be true. But... I mean, the flip side to that is Jay-Z don't write. So it's just like, how can you really tell? And then Lil yeah. Wayne don't write. Lil Wayne said Carter 5 was straight off the top. So it's just like, so we got certain rappers that could kind of like go straight off the top and we like, damn, that's good as shit. And that's a, that would be considered a freestyle. But when someone else does it, we like, hmm, that's not a freestyle. Yeah. So then, you know what I mean? I don't yeah, think J.I.D. took it. He ain't think about it like that. Because yeah, right, Jay-Z, right. Jay-Z and Wayne... They don't write shit. And them motherfuckers yeah. sound like they wrote some shit. Mm. And they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the, like, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's like, how can you, it's, yo, bro, that shit crazy, man. It's tough. It's tough. <laughs> maybe it's just a, maybe it's just a level to it. Cause you know, like Jay-Z and Lil Wayne, they, they don't write, but they're at, they're at that top tier, you know? Right. So right. I feel like maybe it's an exception for them, but at the same time, you know, mm-hmm. you still never know. But it just seems a little fishy sometimes with people. It do, it do. Do freestyles. You know, you go for like five minutes straight and it's and all then, clean. And then let's not forget, sometimes when we see these videos, we see they homeboys actually saying the word for word 
like they was with them when they, you know what I mean? Uh, like, yeah, because if yeah, they was yeah. freestyling it, then they boys that's behind would them know. wouldn't know the fucking wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true, true. Think about that. Yeah, that's one thing about freestyle <laughs> I've seen before, where <laughs> they, you know, a rapper would be at a radio station. They're like, all right, right. I'm about to freestyle. This, they throw in the beat, and you're like, wait a minute, mm-hmm. isn't that a recycled verse? Right. And I mean, hey, I mean, I know it's not easy to freestyle. I'm not saying, you know, like I could do it or anything, but I'm saying, you know, if that's right. your profession, you might as well just go for it because that's the only way you're going to get better, you know? Exactly. Just trying to freestyle and get better. Like, you know, if you just keep using recycled verses, that that's not going to help anything. Mm-hmm. That's you know, a fact. So. That's a fact. So also, Vince Staples re- revealed his FM album, and he's basically saying that rappers today, and I, and I agree with this, is it's like they'll say something on social media. And then two days, they album come out. Mm-hmm. As a fan, do you like the long rollouts that used <clears> to be like back in the day where they prepped you for the album, where they dropped the single and they let that joint work for like six months and they prepped you, then they did their media run mm-hmm. and then it led up to that project as opposed to just saying, all right, it's coming out. Boom. Because I feel like now we're in a surprise album era, even yeah. with... Um, what's the, the, I think it's one of the amigos that just dropped the project. Take off. Take off. Yeah. But it wasn't really no. No promotion. It just yeah. came out. Yeah. Ever since, um. Beyonce. Pretty, yeah. Beyonce. That Beyonce album, I never forget because I got it for my sister. It was around her birthday. Right. Ever since that happened, like people just been dropping surprise albums left and right out of nowhere. And personally, it, it's tough because mm-hmm. I remember. When Drake dropped Take Care, right. when he, he was prepping for it, but he kept delaying it. And I was kind of annoyed because he'd be like, all right, it's coming out, so-and-so. Coming out. But then he'd be like, all right, delay, delay. And I'd be like, oh, come on, man. Right. Drake, I'm, I'm hyped for the project. So I feel like, I don't mm-hmm. know, we're just in a different era now where we don't have to wait as long. You know, we don't have, right. they don't, because artists don't need to do the, um, the media tour like the media, the press run before anymore. Right. They don't need to. They don't need to do it before anymore, so mm-hmm. they can do it afterwards. You know, right. these days they'll drop the album, then they'll go to the radio station, they'll go to Big Boy's Neighborhood or, or you know, 105 or something, and then they'll do right. a tour afterwards to promote the album that they just dropped. So it's just a different era now. Yeah. I mean, I I kind of like it. It's cool. It's a little. It's a little overwhelming sometimes because you're just like, oh snap! Like my favorite artist is about to drop like next week. Like so, you're just like, mm-hmm. all right, like I'm cool with it, I guess. But it's a, I don't know. I wish there was a perfect medium. It's like either too yeah, long, long or too, or too short. short. Yeah, so. And then a lot of EPs as opposed to LP. So yeah. we're now in the EP era. Mm-hmm. We used to be in the LP era. Yeah. Do you like short albums, 35 minutes, seven songs? Uh, my, my personal preference is for an album like between 50 and an hour. That's okay. my that's my favorite so like range. like say like twelve to fourteen tracks yeah yeah I feel and like a couple, and a couple interludes mm-hmm. but I okay. feel like a lot of people now they're used to they have a short attention span with everything going on you know everyone's you know looking at their phone and everything they they don't feel like and I think it's designed that way and I think that's yeah. why Kanye West did what he did with all the sevens yeah you know people don't they don't no one wants to listen to an album anymore they're just like oh I want to listen to a single or you know and that's from hearing it from my friends who okay. aren't really like music lovers they'll just be like yeah I don't really listen to albums anymore and I'm taking back because i love sitting back and listening to an album but um yeah i think the mm-hmm. whole ep era is just to cater to the short attention span of like the average listener to be honest yeah that shit crazy <laughs> that shit crazy so what else was crazy and and i and i didn't get an opportunity to talk about this on the last episode um but it kind of kind of like got even more greater cardi b and Nicki minaj beef got more greater 
as the weeks went on before yeah. the last episode. So I'm going to play a rant, and, and I'm sure everybody heard it, and we're going to dive into this whole beef and how all this stuff started. So let's get into it. Let's do it. This is my thing, Nicki Minaj, right? How you saying that I got ragged by Riley when there is so many footages of that night, every single angle, and where am I getting ragged at? Why would I be here sitting in line like, oh, yeah, I did this, I did that, knowing that the next day there's going to be so much footages of that same night? And second of all, how you say that I was the, the wild animal, that I attacked you, that you was mortified, that you was humiliated... Listen, bro. <laughs> look, man. Look, I, to be honest, man, it, I, sometimes I feel like it's propaganda. But then it's like, how is it really propaganda when they wasn't selling no music except now Nicki Minaj dropped the, the dip video with Tiger. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that was, that was, that was played out well. And damn, Tiger. He killing it this yeah. year. Yeah, he coming back, man. He, he was, like, he was in the grave. I buried yeah. that nigga a couple <laughs> years ago, bro. I fucking buried that nigga, man. I'm trying uh. to tell you. I buried Tiger because I was like, this nigga was this all up his girl's ass and not making no fucking hits. Yeah, and then yeah. all of a sudden, he come out of nowhere and now he making fucking hits. Yeah, I hope he's coming back. I, loved, I used to love these, Tiger. These two singles is killing it. Yeah. Like, they're streaming hundreds, millions of streams. Like, they really doing it. Mm. But what do you think of the Cardi B and Nicki Minaj? Do you think it's propaganda? Do you really think it's beef? Man, It's a, so much that goes into it, bro. It's just like, it, I can't even... Yeah, it's a, it's a little weird because it's like, why is it even happening in the first place? You know, because Nicki Minaj, in my opinion, Nicki Minaj had her reign of the female rap. Okay. You know, she had she had her reign. It's been like since what 2009. It's like right. this is about to be 2019. Right. Exactly. So that's almost 10 years of like being number one. Mm, exactly. So I feel like you know Cardi B's on the come up, and mm -hmm. you can't, you know, you shouldn't be mad if someone else is on the come up. You know, they're just another woman trying right. to get into the rap. Wait, she don't want to share up. the crown. Yeah, and I feel like it's like yo, like why not? It's like right. there's already not enough women in rap, so why not to you know raise your sister up with you. But um, and she ain't pay homage to Lil Kim, so it's yeah, just it's so, just like now it's it's kind of backfiring because now Cardi B really look up to you. Mm. She really like 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 all right. So 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 look, I'm a, I'm gonna prove that Cardi B been rocking with you since high school. Check it out. Wait, and then you once said that I never showed you genuine love, and that's crazy because when you pull up all my videos, you see that I'm always showing you respect because you're somebody that I listened to ever since I was in high school. And that's crazy to me because I show you respect, but the difference between me and a lot of these bitches, I don't suck your dick. That's the difference. What you need to do is stop focusing on other people, focus on yourself, and focus on your craft because you're out here fucking up your legacy looking like a fucking hater. <laughs> really? You Do you agree with her? Do you feel like Nicki Minaj at this point is tarnishing her legacy? A little bit. A little bit, cause you okay. know, she, like I just said, she's had such a long reign, right? And you know, um, you know, rap careers—they're not gonna last forever. No, they're not. So you know, Nicki Minaj is on the tail end. I'm not saying she's like falling off, but I'm saying you know, her career is going to be over sooner than later, cause you know, yeah. she's already been in the game so long. long. So you know, it's like she already has this legacy, and now she wants to make this whole beef with like the biggest, the other biggest female rapper. It's like, come on, right. you, you don't have to do this. Why are you doing it? So exactly, I feel like you're tarnishing it just a little bit. Because you don't got to be doing it, you know? 
And then all the claims. I mean, it's so many claims that Cardi B made. I mean, from the motorsport, changing the verse, mm -hmm. to the whole thing with basically stopping bags. You know, Cardi claimed that Nicki turned down a chance to be on No Limit with G-Eazy. Really? That would have been a banger. <laughs> right. <laughs> that would have been a, that song's already a banger. Yeah. She claims that Cardi has payola. The, for her stuff to pop But mm. the thing is If her stuff pops on iTunes And Apple Music That's what Crank Queen Radio is So how is it How is you paying Paoli On the same platform That you're on And it's still popping yeah. It still was the number one Single on iTunes So it's just like How can she How can she be Paoli Like how Exactly <laughs> Don't make any sense Yo man <laughs> I just think Nicki Minaj just need to sit her ass the fuck down yeah, and let Cardi do her thing. And then the only thing that she can really have up on her is the writing shit. Yeah. It's nothing else. But I, like I said, Cardi B was never trying to be the best rapper. She's an entertainer. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You, I mean, look at Nelly. Nelly was an entertainer. Not saying Nelly ain't never write his raps because I'm sure he wrote most of them. But it's certain rappers out here that's not what they do. I mean, look at Michael Jackson. He ain't write all his shit, yeah. but he's still the greatest of all time. Yeah, Beyonce yeah. don't write all her shit, but she's still motherfucking Beyonce. Yeah. So when you throw darts at Cardi B, and I understand that hip hop has a different rule of thumb because it's like if you don't write, you don't get no respect in the game. Yeah, true. And see, R&B is different. Pop is different. So when you look at Prince, you look at Mike, you look at Beyonce, it's like, all right, they don't write. That's cool. But when it comes to hip hop shit... Yeah. It's a different type of game. Yeah, it's like with Drake, when everyone found out... You the know, reference tracks came yeah, out with, with Quentin the, Miller. Yeah, with the Quentin Miller stuff, everyone was kind of like, well, um, I didn't think we did that. So everyone's kind of <laughs> look at, looking at him funny like, oh, yeah. okay, Drake, but... Yeah, it, you're right. It's a little bit different because, you know, like, you know, with R&B and like pop, you know, it's I guess it, it might be the singing part since it's like singing has a different connotation. I don't know why, but that's just the way it is when it comes to rap. Right. You know, if you don't write your stuff, people are kind of like, that's a little weird because, yeah. you know, you're putting I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's just it, it's it's just a little different. But yeah. Now, speaking of female rappers, I, I want to get into some fuck shit right now. This is the fuck shit I'm about to get into, man. Cause I, 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 maybe you can help me figure it out. Even though you're younger than me, you still might have some insight on some fuck shit that I'm about to bring up. All so right. Young Ma is out here smashing these bitches. She's smashing these bitches. She putting a strap on. She taking niggas' bitches. <laughs> like, on some real shit, Young Ma is a fucking... Like, what the fuck? Like, Young Ma <laughs> is really out here... Fucking these bitches with the strap on. Like, she killing these hoes. Like, really, really killing these hoes and taking niggas' girls. So, I want to know from you, bro, how would you feel if you got took, if your girl got taken from you from another girl, like, another girl took your girl versus a dude taking your girl? What would make you feel like a fuck nigga or a lame-ass nigga? Which one? If... <laughs> If another girl took my girl, I'd be devastated. Yo, come on. You'd just be like, yo, what? Like, not only is it another person, but it's the person of the opposite sex. You just feel like, you're like, The same damn. sex. Or the, yeah, the same, same sex. But you're just like, yo, like, damn, I was doing that bad. You're like, it was that bad? Everything was that bad? Because like, Bow Wow getting, Bow Wow losing his fucking girls. Because Young Ma's fucking Bow Wow's ex-girl. Accordingly, allegedly, that's what the word on the fucking street is. Yeah, I hope not, man. And it I just seemed like Bow wow. wow just keeps taking L's with females. Yeah, his man. first baby mom, Future <laughs> fucked him. His second chick, Future fucked, like Future <laughs> keep fucking Bow Wow bit Sierra. Then he fucked Sierra. 
Then he fucked the baby mom. Like, damn, future, let Bow Wow just have his moment. Like, that big dreaded nigga, like, fuck you, Bow Wow. Sit your little nut ass. Like, yo, he making these little light-skinned niggas. And that's fucked up, because I'm light-skinned. And you letting these light-skinned niggas look fucked up out here in these streets, bro. Like, you can't be fucking all these light-skinned nigga bitches. Like, come on, bro. This shit ain't cool. Now, let me ask you a question. If you walk in and your girl fucking another girl, would you join in or would you fuck her up? Ooh, that's a tough one. Uh, that's, a, <laughs> that's a tough one to talk. I don't know. Yo, I, I, I might be I might be snapping, but at the same Yo, time, if they... You, I, but what if she ugly? Would you join in then? That's a, yo, it's a tough one. It's a tough call. No, that ain't tough. That shit ain't tough. <laughs> I ain't joining no ugly ass, bro, man. I ain't, with, I ain't with that shit. But, I mean, she got to be legible for me to join in. But at the same time, it's like, you going to get stuck because it's still your fucking girl messing with somebody else, bro. Mm-hmm. You going to get fucking stuck. Yeah. You going to be like, damn, what should I do? Because you know you can't put your hands on her. <laughs> True. You be going to fuck the jail. True. True. You be going straight to the county. So it's like if it's a dude, then it's like, look, all bets is all. Like let's 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 knuckle the fuck up. Line oh, that yeah. shit up. I mean, if it's a dude, you just gotta, you know what you gotta do. You just right. Gotta, you gotta snap. It's on site. Right. It's on site. You know. You just can't let it like fall out like that. So so let me ask you this. So how is it in college? Like, is everybody getting passed around? Is people community property? Because I know in when college? I went to college, it was a hotel with books. <laughs> <laughs> like straight the fuck up. The um, books was in the air. The pussy was in there. <laughs> you bring the pussy down. Sometimes you bring the books down. I feel like Pick it's a little one. different. I mean, well, maybe it's my university specifically. It's just um, I don't know. Like a lot of people I know mm-hmm. just use Tinder now. Okay, you, you know Tinder. Yeah, a lot yeah, of people it's like use, a dating app. Yeah, but you know most in people, college they use it. The chicks right there. Yo, it's you can use social media. You can use Snapchat. Yo, I thought Snapchat was the creepy. App. It's it's different now because you know everyone's so like um, I don't know. Everyone's just like defensive. You know, there's right. like a lot of stuff going on. There's like a lot of um, you know, like harassment and everything. You know, I get it. Like H- sexual you know. harassment. Yeah, no, I'm not saying on there's a, no, not at Rome, but just like you know, in general, you know, with the whole right. Me Too movement and everything, and yeah. like more stuff is being brought to light. So you know, people are more defensive of like who they, who they, you know, like mm-hmm. just sleep with or like strangers they sleep with. So I feel like now people are, are more like um, on guard if you're out in public, you know. So if you're at a bar per se, right. Like, I'm 21 now. It's a little more different to just go up and, you know, try to talk to a girl. Because everyone, they're, like, already with their groups and everything. You know, yeah. everyone's already got their, like, their their defense on. So, you're like, ah, it's a little tough to talk to people. So, now people just use Tinder because it's easy, you know. You you swipe right or whatever you do. And then, you know, you match with someone. And then you hit them up, like, yo, you trying to, you trying to meet or this or that. And then, like, it's just as simple as that. Okay. So, I feel like that's what a lot of people are doing these days. The game's changed a little bit, you know. So, so what about social media? Don't you feel like the DM is the new the new dating dating way? Because I, I feel like I, the DM is the is the way. If you get the DM, the DM because the DM's tough. You got to figure out what to say because you know <laughs> you just you just can't go in saying hey anymore. That's not gonna get you anywhere. You got to say something. That's you gotta gonna say, stick. You got to say something that's gonna stick. That's gonna make the girl go hmm. Like maybe I should respond. Maybe maybe I shouldn't leave more bed. Maybe like right. So it's it's a little different now. But the DMs, yeah, the DMs are still going. The DMs still popping. Right. So it's definitely uh, still a fort. Uh, what's the word I'm trying to say? Surefire way okay. to do a DMs and Tinder. Yeah. I think they're the top two. The top two ways. Yeah. 
Well, what's your deal breakers? Like, what you not going for? I mean, as far as a, a female. And then it, it just like, you know, because I feel like sometimes when you have a girl in college, it's harder. A little bit. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you got to deal with other girls and then you got to deal with books and yeah, yeah, yeah. professors and all the fuck shit. So how do you fucking manage that shit, bro? A deal breaker? Um, Because you can be, you know, one minute in your dorm with a one girl and then the next couple of days go by, you can see her eating lunch with another nigga. Do you approach the, the, them or you feel like it's just y'all just friends? I ain't going to say shit. For me personally, it's gonna be like, all right, that's that's how we doing it. All right, that's cool. Because I try not to get um, too deep into relationships, especially right now in college, because I got too much going on to be like uh, right tied down. I guess because so. Do your parents keep you grounded? Do you feel like your your parents attribute to you being more focused? Because most young people was not focused like how you just said. They more oh, yeah, trying yeah. to get the chicks and yeah, I, the I, books come last. I give basically. it to both my parents. My my parents are some of the hardest working people I've ever met in my entire life. You know, my mom, mm-hmm. like, you know, they both have stories. I could go on and on, but yeah. Right. Yeah, just to break it down, my parents are some of the hardest working people ever. So, you know, that work ethic is just like naturally instilled in me to be focused and work hard for what I want. Right. So, you know, with, like, girls and everything. And I had I had a long-term relationship coming into college. And then I lost it, so I was, like, kind of torn. And I was like, man, I need another relationship. I need a rebound. Yeah. But then I just realized, like, it was it was too much, like, right. trying to handle all that stuff. So I don't really keep – I don't try for the relationship. Right. Everything else I'm cool with, but the relationship I don't really try to, you know, yeah. keep up on. Because that's just a – Not unless they come to you. Come at you. Yeah, yeah, unless they come to me. But, yeah, that's just a whole, a whole other thing, trying to go for the relationship, so – Right. Try to steer clear of that. All right, so listen, we about to get into this dish shit because these complex to get the fuck out of here. These <laughs> top fifty dish ruggers. These motherfuckers wrong, man. I'm, I'm gonna tell you why they wrong. First of all, let's look at this fucking list, man. <laughs> complex, I like y'all a lot, but y'all fucked up, man. Y'all fucked up big time. Now, one thing I would say about y'all fucking list is hit 'em up is definitely number one. Tupac Shakur, I fucked your bitch. That's how this shit start. That's it. <laughs> Off top. Off the like, rip, that's From this. the rip, be like, I fucked your bitch. And later, Faith Evans, and now she's married to Stevie J, she, all, she, she said that he never fucked her. He said he was lying. In my heart to heart, do I really think that Tupac fucked Faith? No. But there is a fucking but. <laughs> because that's Tupac's record. <laughs> that nigga could get any bitch he want. He had True. fucking Jada before Will Smith had fucking Jada. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think she want to tell the truth. So at the end of the day, part of me say he didn't fuck her, but a big part of me say I think he really did fuck her. I don't know. It's hard to tell. You know, Tupac. <laughs> yeah, of course he had the juice. You know, he was on top he had of the, the juice. He was on top of the world. You know, it right. was like it was him and Biggie on top of the world. So you know, he, like you said, he could have had anybody he wanted. So right, did he really do it? Like we probably won't ever know for real. But it's. You know, it's still up in the air. It maybe. is. It might be. So, you know, it's definitely a maybe. It definitely is a maybe. A maybe. <laughs> All right. So they got number two. They got the bridges over Boogie Down Production. Hell no. Hell no. That's not number two. I'm not I'm not feeling that. Then they got number three, Jay-Z to take over. Hell fucking no. <laughs> Let me tell you how this fucking list should have went. Because they had a nerve to put Nas number four. Like, how? Like, Ether? Come on. That's probably one of the best diss records of all That's fucking one time. one or two. One or two, definitely. So I got I got Tupac number one. I got Nas Ethan number two. And eh, I'll put Jay-Z number three takeover. I have no problem with that. And then I'll put 
It's hard for me because between Ice Cube, No Vaseline, which came out in 1991, and a bitch in you, Common, between them two, ooh, that's tough. I don't know. What yo. you think? That shit is tough, bro. That's tough, yo. Because Common went to work. Common did go to Common work. Common called that nigga a fake Muslim. <laughs> he said bean pie. He said you up there dancing with fucking red hot chili peppers. You out here looking like a whole fake Muslim. He killed that nigga. He it's, killed him. It's tough, but I, I will say when Ice Cube went on No Vaseline, the combination of the beat behind No Vaseline mm. and then Ice Cube just going in, like those two combinations Nations. put together, yo, it's it's tough. Right. Like, I, I don't know. I might have to put No Vaseline top three, honestly. Yeah, see, I, I, yeah, I can do that. So, so I can do, I'm going to do Tupac, Hit Him Up, Ethan Nas, The Takeover, Ice Cube, No Vaseline, and then number five, The Bitch in You. But <laughs> honestly, this might sound crazy, but number six is Back to Back Drake. I think Back to Back really had such a profound impact. And not only it was the first disc record to ever be nominated for a fucking Grammy. What the fuck, bro? True, true. Honestly, I remember when like the night Back to Back came out. And then just like, yeah, everyone knows like, oh, that's it's not your it's not your tour, it's your girl's tour. tour. That, yeah, that line. But like people kind of passed that off, but like that line's like pretty serious. Cause like, wow, he <laughs> like he really was on what tour with Nicki Minaj. Like he was opening up for, for his, his girl. girl. Like, you're like, damn, you're like, he really is. You're like, damn, I didn't even think about that. But <laughs> <laughs> You're like, but um, but yeah, I, I honestly believe that back to back is the one of the best disc records of all time. I will I will make it number six. Yeah, I'll put it up there. Definitely. And then uh damn, fucking Biggie who shot you though. What the fuck? True. True, damn, true, true. I can't forget about that. And I can't forget about Super Ugly. Super Ugly. That that was tough. Jay-Z Super Ugly. That, that was that was a tough one. That was a tough one. There's a lot of good disc records out there. It's hard to pick a couple of the favorites yeah because there's i don't know there's just so many so many so much to weigh throughout each song so right. i don't know right but hmm. yeah it's tough just making a top five is tough as it is mm-hmm. there's, there's so many diss tracks out there but complex but what's, did, yeah did what you right. think about how they rate shit i, I just don't fuck i don't complex know you know fucked up, just bro. like complex as a whole i don't like, know i, I ain't trying to diss complex now I, I like complex but some of their let's be it's some of the could use some work. Could use some work. Could use some work. That's yeah, the I'm way saying. they come up with they shit. Like I don't know what they. How do they figure it out? Like what do they come with to figure out? You yeah, like how do how do they like, choose it? How do they choose it? Exactly. Yeah, I wonder if like if it's just one person making the calls or if it's like a group thing because some of the stuff mm-hmm. is a little like it's a little a little, uh, a little weird. Yeah, a little left. You're like, hmm, I feel like that should be some, like another way, but yeah. Yeah, even yeah. when they do their top projects of the year. Definitely, you're like, you're like, ah, what? Yeah, when but. they when they do the top projects of the year, I just be on some shit. Like, <laughs> come on, man. We gonna take a quick music break. This is Creep Fort, South Philly's very own. This is called Belly. We gonna actually talk about Belly when we come back on the other side of the podcast. This is Do It For Hip Hop podcast. Make sure you subscribe on Google Play, iTunes, DJ Buggy Two One Five on SoundCloud. Check this out, South Philly's very own Creep Fort. This is Belly. Stay.
Yo, I seen how shook you was when them niggas showed up. You know what I mean? You, you was praying shit didn't happen. And, you know, I seen you after we left, you know? You was ready to cry like a bitch. Figured they a pussy, then I let him slide. Cause I ain't in the doing shit that I jeopardize. My integrity, but niggas better recognize. I never hesitate to make the weapon rise. On the sight of me, half rappers petrified. If it's all fuck it, I don't wanna rectify. No. I'd rather go through it just to get through it. 50 shots from on the glizzy, nigga, let's get to it. Gorilla uh, Forge, this real Philly. Soft ass new wave, why they don't feel Philly? See, we forgot what we stand for. It's music for the trenches. I don't do it for the dance floor. If you ain't silent, what I need you as a fan for. This nigga's lady like, fuck is you a man for? 250 rollers with the vision we're paying for. Sell it all circles, I'ma charge up all the grand for. I'm still plugged, dip it out, speak about it. Hide the cheese from the rats, that squeak about it. My name clean, tell these lames I tweak about it. Mass or creep about it, so I'm gonna sleep about it. Hit me with these bricks with this new shit, though. Peep how that flow come in, you know what I'm saying? Bet you jump back on my day. Yeah, I'm back with these suckers, don't want me. Rap's my house, I don't want no company. These pillow tops off, niggas too comfy. All you little pussies to bleed, I do them monthly. Huh. Get checked off the hit list. Mention for your favorite, I'm saving them on my wish list. Name them. Bet I defame them, expose them. Nobody stepped in the streets, claim them. When I was in the mix, you was in the window. I played on the strip, you played with Nintendo. Bishop with the juice, you grew up at Winslow. I used to play the dicky, now this D swing Kenzo. Slide through my iPod, scoop my little bimbo. Said she love a man, she called me a special friend, though. I don't give a fuck about her, I pretend, though. Call a bitch Lil Fish, Gucci on swim, though. Said I miss my wave, the fuck wrong with them, though. That's my boy Creed Forge. That's Belly, man. Shout out to my man Creed Forge. That's Belly. And speaking of Belly, man, 20-year anniversary for Belly, man. I'm so excited. It came out November 4th, 1998. That's crazy. Like, 20 years, Belly is definitely in the top five hip-hop movies of all time. It's not even up for debate. I don't know who debating it. <laughs> but Sincere, Buns, the character, T-Boss, and I wanted to know who put all that oil on her body. Because before that sex scene, I'm like, she must have just took her whole fucking body and just jumped in fucking baby oil and yeah. came out. Because once they put the cameras and the light on her fucking ass, she was shining like a motherfucker, boy. Keisha. That's her fucking name. Terrell Hicks. Motherfucking Keisha. Now, everybody trying to be... Everybody, when that fucking movie came out, once it, like, years later, mm. everybody was trying to, you know, be their inner Keisha. Yeah. Like, this was even before Instagram and Twitter. Everybody wanted the, the, the titties, the pop-up, shiny-ass body and shit, big-ass, tall, chocolate Amazon. Like, that shit crazy. Keisha, you's a bad motherfucker. <laughs> now, you look different now, baby. You don't look like you looked 20 years ago. Because I seen you on that fucking play. You're looking mighty old. But you was looking good with hype motherfucking Williams on belly. That's some real shit. 
But what's your, what you think about Belly, bro? What's your thoughts? Um, Belly is where you where would you put Belly? Cause you got so many hip hop movies, man. You got Eight Mile, you got Beach Street, you got Crush Groove, man. You got Wild Style, you got Break It One and Two. So mm. many fucking films, bro. Juice. Don't forget about fucking Juice. It's up there, but I wouldn't say it's one of my favorites. I I really like Belly, but I don't know. I don't even know if I put a top five. I have to think Is about it. Top ten. Top ten definitely. Oh oh yeah yeah. But, but what you what's your do you have a criticism of Belly? Like where do you like what was missing? Like I I feel like the acting was kind of off. Yeah, the acting the acting was kind of off. But at the same time, it's like what more could you ask for from Nas and DMX? You know, <laughs> it's like right, what, what like, more wait. could you ask for? Yeah, that's true. That's so, true. So you know, I mean, that's it looked true. cool though. Hype Williams did his thing, definitely, most definitely. It looks so cool. That's that's one thing I can say. But you know, yeah, the the acting and the writing could have been a little bit better. But like, it's it's two rappers, so you know, I, I didn't really expect that much, to be honest. Yeah. What did you think of Keisha? Cause everybody talk about Keisha, man. Keisha. When she? you first seen Keisha, and she got she got the DMX phone and, and figured out he was <laughs> fucking around with some bitch, getting this man eating the Benz, eating mm. in the Benzito. <laughs> what you thought of Keisha when you first seen her hit that screen? Didn't you feel the same way I felt about the oil? Yeah. Like she jumped in, like they just like before this scene, you had to take your whole body, <laughs> and jump in some baby oil. <laughs> then when you come back out, baby, with them big ass titties, you gonna have to put a bra on, put some panties on. And walk on the, on the set. <laughs> I mean, I, I definitely thought she was bad. Yeah, Most definitely. Yeah, it's the, the first thing probably everyone thinks when you see it. You know what I'm saying? But did you think like like I felt like niggas was really like, yo, I'm gonna find me a Keisha. Oh yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna go I'm gonna <laughs> go out tonight. I'm gonna find me a motherfucking Keisha. I'm telling you, after Belly got like really popping and motherfuckers kept talking about it, everybody was looking for that Keisha. They was yeah. like, she looked like Keisha. Mm -hmm. I can't see her titties. I can't see her shining. <laughs> But she looked like motherfucking Keisha. <laughs> I want a Keisha. Everybody I want a motherfucking want a woman, Keisha. <laughs> Everyone's always looking for some type of Keisha, man. Even now, you know, just a, yeah. di a different, a different, a different type, type of Keisha. Time. Yeah, yeah, you know. So everyone's looking for the Keisha. It's tough, you know, for a girl like that. It ain't gonna be easy. It ain't gonna be easy. Yeah, you see, that's one thing I want y'all niggas to know that if you do get a motherfucking Keisha, you gonna have to deal with some shit. Mm -hmm. You gonna have to get her hair done, nails done. You gonna have to make sure she's straight. You got to make sure that pocketbook looking right. Make sure you putting them coins in it. <laughs> you got to deal with other dudes always saying Akeisha, something. You can't. Akeisha, you got to be right when you trying to get with Akeisha. Mm. Seriously. Because if you ain't right, she ain't fucking with you. Yeah. And then you got to deal with uh, all the other dudes trying to get at her all the time. All the time. That's like Has every day. Has you ever day. had to deal with that? Like, have you ever been out on a fucking date and a lame ass nigga just made a smirk or said something smart, like a word or something that you might have... You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck, bro? Like, what you doing, bro? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I never been out on a date, but I've known like my my old ex girlfriend. Like, uh -huh. she she used to have like a friend, and I'd be like a little skeptical. I'd be like, man, I don't know. I feel like he kind of likes you. She was always like, nah, I don't feel like he does. For I real? come to find out, I'm pretty sure the guy did. But you know, I he don't, never got with her. I don't think he ever got with. Her. I mean, after we broke up, who knows? I don't, I never really talked to her. I talked to her a couple times after we broke up, so I never really know what went down. Yeah. But I don't know. I felt like the dude was all pointed too much. But it's pretty annoying. But like I, hey, I'll say she was she was pretty bad. You know, like she was like the yeah, ex. Yeah, she was she was the popular girl. I was like I was surprised that I even got her. I was like oh shit. I was like I'm so did she come at you or you came at her? Oh no, it was, it was me at her. I was like fifteen. Yeah. I oh, was, but she was older? 
She's um she mm-hmm. she was a grade older. She she's like a year and a half older than me. Oh, all right. Yeah. But you lost her. Yeah, yeah. Some like at my freshman year of college, we cut things off. Yeah. You cut it off or she cut it off? It was like a back and forth thing because like we mm-hmm. we um we probably broke up like five or six times. And then like the last time I was just like, ah, I'm, I might as well just not go back into it. Right. So it's like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was a lot of back and forth, a lot of back and forth. All right, so I got some I got some news that just came in not too long ago, bro. What you got? And I'm going to tell you. Now, I'm going to say right now what I got, I'm about to tell you. Give me one second. Mm-hmm. So, Offset, new album comes out December the 14th. Mm. Mm. Okay. What we think of that? Hmm. Do we think that Offset can bring a project out of all Amigos, Quavo, What's the other? Because I don't off. keep up with these motherfuckers, man. These they new. These new motherfuckers. <laughs> I know I'm a hip hop podcast and I should, but these motherfucking names is is uh, I don't fucking know. Um, I think I think Offset can come with it. I feel like a lot of people are even though, counting on him. Yeah, like uh, you know, of course Quavo's like he's the he's he's seen as the head of the group. You know, he's seen as the most big one. But you know, a lot of people root for Offset, low key. Right. You know, if you talk around, people are always rooting for Offset. Offset comes with the fire guest features all the time. Yeah. So this project true. could be could be could be flames. Okay. You, know? you think it's gonna be of, best out of Quavo and, and take off? It might be. It okay. might be. Okay. I don't have high hopes. I don't have super high hopes, you know, you know, high hopes, you know, let you get let down easily. But you know, I think I think this could be the best of all three, honestly. I think offset can come with it. I think so too. I, I'm 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 gonna give Offset. A, I'm gonna give him a chance, man. I I, mm-hmm. I I'm not a big Migos fan. I, I like I like some of their songs. I mean, I like their hits. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But for me to play a whole Migos culture one, <laughs> culture two, hell, fuck, <laughs> can't do it, bro. Why not? <laughs> what is it? I don't know, man. It's just it's something. I don't know, man. I just feel like listen. I understand it. It's like this is the new era. This is the new hip hop era. And I'm trying to get with it and get to it. But it's these new rappers that some of these rappers I just can't get with. It's just, it's the content is missing. The production is missing. The originality is missing. Mm. The delivery is missing. It's a lot of things that's missing. I feel like a lot of these artists, I don't know who the fuck they are because they don't tell me who the fuck they are in their projects. True. true. And I know who the fuck J. Cole is. I know who Kendrick is. I know who Wale is. I know who Drake is. And there's a, there's a bunch of Philly artists that I know who they are because they tell me who they are in their music. And mm-hmm. when, I, when I buy your music and I want to know who you are, I want you to paint a canvas that's going to put me in the set of who you really are and where yeah. you came from. And a lot of these artists don't do that. They just talk a bunch of shit on music. True. I feel like a lot of it now is just um, just uh, a lot of a lot of turn up, you know? Especially with the 808s, it's a bunch of bounce, a bunch of bass. Right. And, you know, people Travis just... Scott do that a lot. Yeah, everyone just likes to, you know, have fun and party. So, <clears throat> but now with the beats, it's just really bouncy and, you know, like energetic. You know, when people throw parties, they throw these songs on. They're just kind of feeling it in the background. Like, you know, everyone's kind of like, you know, they're dancing, they're whatever, getting hyped, getting ready to go out. Or they're mm-hmm. at the party, they're just vibing, whatever. But, right. you know, it's really about... I feel like I feel like it's more about the production that's more really bouncy. And, you know, right. the the rapper saying something, you know, that's not too deep. But it's just catchy, you know? Yeah. So I, I do agree with you a little bit that the storytelling aspect of rap is lost. Is, it's not what it used to be. Not at yeah. all. Not at all. Not at all. Now I wanna get I wanna tell I wanna tell y'all about this week's Woman Crush Wednesday. This woman is bad, man. She's fine. She's fine. 
Her name is L.A. Love the Boss. She won this week's Woman Crush Wednesdays. And like I told y'all in the early part of the podcast, that can be fucking you. You can be bad as shit. Now, I'm not doing BBWs. So all y'all big chicks, we wanted to save y'all. <laughs> I ain't trying to be funny, but on some real shit. Y'all big black women or whoever, big bag, listen. I ain't, I ain't with y'all right now. I, I'm gonna save y'all for later. I love y'all big. I like some of these big women can cook. Some of y'all can't. But to ones that can, I love y'all. I love y'all food. I love your greens, collard greens, all that. Oh shit! Thanksgiving is coming. Oh yeah, we gotta talk about that. God damn, because I, I need to get my turkey. I need to get my greens, and my big macaroni. So what's your Thanksgiving like? Because I'm, I'm getting ready. I'm getting Ooh, ready my, now. My Thanksgiving is one of my favorite parts of the year. So, um, ever since I was a kid, right. Uh, we go down to Atlanta every year. Oh shit! Because ACL, uh, shorty. yeah, yeah, because my my great my great aunt mm-hmm. she got married a long time ago. And then they moved down to Atlanta, so like that right. whole family you know branched off down there. So we just have a you know a whole sector right. down there. Right. So we go down and visit them um, in Atlanta. They live in Clayton County. It's just awesome. I love it down there. Just Atlanta just looks so beautiful. And it's so spacious, and you know, it's just awesome. I love yeah, Atlanta. Atlanta is the shit. Love, and they've been running hip hop for the last ten years. By true, the way, true, true. On a sad note, and we about to wrap the podcast <clears> up. <throat> I want to give a rest in peace to Young Greatness, New Orleans rapper who was shot and killed in his hometown early this morning. The artist was most known for his 2016 hit Moolah and signed to Cash Money Records in 2017. Condolences to his family, friends, and fans. Rest in peace to Young Greatness. This is Duel for Hip Hop Podcast. This is episode 41. This drops November 8th on all platforms, iTunes, Google Play. I want to give a big shout out to my intern. Y'all going to be seeing him everywhere with me. We about to get this shit cracking. Shout out to my man, Walter. Class of? 2000. One nineteen. <laughs> I almost forgot he was for about a second. To fuck out when yeah, he was about really to graduate, bad. bro. Two thousand nineteen. He's about to fuck up when he graduates, y'all. <laughs> we gotta get that. We gotta get that shit right for the next episode, get my shit man. Together, you know. Yeah, get your shit together, bro. Get your <laughs> diction. But you did good, man. I'm. I'm. I look. Look, man. We gotta salute this brother because this is. This was not supposed to initially happen. I, I I brought him in and he just got on the mic and he just fucking did his thing. So we gotta clap for that. We gotta give a hand clap for that. Shout out to my engineer. This is recorded at Gradwell Studios, the dopest studio in South Jersey. If y'all need to get at him, get at him, man. Hit him up. Gradwell Studios is everywhere. Google to do what you got to do. It's your boy. Keep it hip-hop. Peace. <laughs>